Welcome to Walking the Talk. In 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 16 to 18, it says this, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, I have normally um, put my discussions in first person because really it's a quest for me personally to walk closer to my Lord each and every day. I want to be a little more direct to my listeners on this one, though. What will you do with Jesus? I know what I've done with him, but what will you do with him? Do you choose heaven or hell? To those who are saved, heaven is your promise. 1 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Colossians 1 and 5, For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. You see, there are great and precious promises that await the children of God. Like it or not, agree with it or not, it doesn't change the fact that's what God has promised. And I'm I'm sorry, but you can take what God says to the bank. He's going to fulfill his promises every time and on time. Now, if you are outside of Christ, an eternal destiny separated from God, a hell is what you have chosen. Matthew 10, 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Revelation 20, beginning in verse 14, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now, I don't know about you, that's a troubling verse. Matthew 13, beginning in verse 49, So shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth, and sever the wicked from among the just, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And then again, in verses 41 and 42 of the same chapter, Matthew 13, it says, The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth.
My friend, if you've not truly had your sins washed away, God says your penalty for the sins you've committed is death. Eternal death. Eternal separation from God. You see, your sins must be hidden from God one way or the other. He cannot and will not dwell in the presence of sin. And so hell is waiting for you. Satan is rejoicing in your doubt and denial of the salvation that comes from Jesus' sacrifice. Please allow me to implore. Why don't you consider accepting him today? It's not difficult. It is simply submitting to the will of God. You only need to crucify that old person, the old life of serving self. Change the direction in your heart. Be buried with him into baptism, having your sins forever washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ, the operation of God upon your soul, his working, what he does for you. And then you can rise again to live a blessed new life, holy and acceptable to him. And you can do that by the same power who literally rose Jesus from the tomb. God raised Jesus from the tomb by the power of the Spirit, and he provides that today and will raise you from a life of sin and give you a brand new hope, a brand new life. Colossians 2, 11 to 15 says, In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him, Jesus, from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespass and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God has made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. You see, that means they have put aside the legal demands of that law that you had to pay for those sins yourself. Instead, Jesus has become your replacement, your substitute. He goes on, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Amen and amen. What hope we have in Jesus. Listen, don't depend on your own self your own works, your own abilities, your own knowledge. It's just just not going to happen. Salvation only comes through Jesus and what he did at the cross. And you come into contact with that sacrifice, the blood of Jesus Christ, when you submit to him in baptism. And then just as you come into contact with the blood and you become one with what Christ did, 
you become one also in his resurrection when you rise out of that watery grave to live a brand new life. Just as sure as Jesus rose and walked around in a resurrected body, you can have a resurrected life. Choose him today before it's too late. Join me next time as we continue to walk the talk.